Hi guys, welcome to my podcast, Not Your Average Twink, where I talk about what I want, when I want, whenever I want, because I can. Uh, if you don't know what a twink is, you're obviously straight, and that's okay. Um, I'm sure you can use Google, and I am Jake Dolphin, if you didn't know, start clapping. Um, hello, I didn't say stop. Anyways, let's get into the episode. Uh, Hi guys, and welcome. Uh, If this is your first time listening to my annoying voice, thank you. And if you were back again to punish yourself for a second time, thanks so much. Um, Today, I thought I'd actually be talking about Balenciaga because I feel like I haven't really seen all that much online about um, the scandal itself, really. Uh, I know lots of people are joking about it on the internet. I have seen actually a couple of uh, influencers burn their Balenciaga clothing. But apart from that, I really haven't heard all that much about it. So I thought I would do a little deep dive on it. So I've been watching a bunch of videos uh, and different documentaries on it and a lot of stuff on YouTube. And what I found out was pretty um, disgusting, to say the least. So um, I'll get into it. Uh, so I do have a couple of little things that I've written down because I don't know how to pronounce half these people's names because they're all, uh, I don't even know. But anyway, um, so we've got the popular high fashion brand Balenciaga and they've been in a lot of hot water lately for those who don't know. Um, basically, they've done a couple new campaigns and they have been a bit weird to say the least. Uh, the controversy actually began when Balenciaga published a campaign I think it, so it was called, hang on, let me find it. It was called the Balenciaga Gift Shop. Uh, so if you haven't seen the pictures, feel free to go and pause this and go and look because they're quite disturbing to say the least. I don't know what they were really thinking with whatever they were doing. Um, so the campaign actually includes six children that are clutching, like, uh, I think they're teddy bear bags. I originally thought they were just teddy bears by themselves, but they're not. Um, so the teddy bears also have around them like there's bondage outfits, fishnets, um, harnesses, like sex harnesses, that sort of thing. Uh, The the pictures also show the kids lying down with there's wine glasses and different types of alcohol like bottles and cans of beer and that sort of thing. Uh, Other suggestive items that are not okay to show to kids or with kids either, I don't think. Like, look, I get that kids' parents drink, but do you really need to take pictures for a campaign of kids next to alcohol? I think it's... As as we get into it, the whole thing is just messed up, really. Um, so, before we get into it, I'm just going to say, it's so creepy. Like, I don't understand what they thought they were doing and how they thought that they could get away with this. But when we get into it, I guess they've actually been doing this stuff previously for a lot longer than what we realised. Um, so, I guess it makes sense as to why they were so brazen about posting this stuff recently. Um, so the photos of the campaign were shot by Gabrielle Gallimberti or Gallimberi. Uh, they stated that the objects and the children were all selected by Balenciaga themselves. Uh, so online criticism of the campaign spread shortly after the campaign was released. And I originally saw, um, it be mentioned on Tucker Carlson, which is an American TV personality. I don't think many Australian people would know of him. Um, I've also seen a couple other videos that I will put in the... I'll put the links in the description just in case you want to watch them because it's all quite interesting. Uh, Now, since the issue has been raised online, apart from people on the internet, I I would hope that most of you have seen a couple of people mention it online. But apart from that, um, not that many people have really spoken up about it. I know everyone would probably have seen the news and how Kim Kardashian kind of said that she wouldn't be working with them anymore... Well, no, she didn't even originally say that she wouldn't be working with them anymore. She said that she would, she was putting her work with them on hold and she'd spoken to them about it, um, which I think was a pretty piss poor response. But realistically, no other celebrities have spoken up about it. So at least she said something. Um, I've seen a couple of media personalities defending it. Like you've, I've seen lots of influencers throwing their clothes in the fire and that sort of thing. Why they didn't sell them, I don't know. But I guess it does make a stance. I think it's, I don't know. I, good on them, kudos for them for doing it. Um, now the campaign, if you go and look at it, is bad enough on its own. Uh, and in my opinion, this is bad enough 
on its own just to cancel Balenciaga just for that. But regardless, I'm not spending $2,000 on a jumper because I have common sense, something which um, many people lack. And to me, Balenciaga stuff has always just seemed very, I don't know, like bland. Like they, they tend to use the, their logo as their main uh, selling point. And to me, I don't want something that has a logo like Balenciaga. It's just black font. Like I can write, I'd rather have my name on it on whatever I'm buying with black font rather than Balenciaga. But anyway, uh, so let's get into the actual specifics of the campaign and also the items that are being sold because I feel like most people don't know half of this and if you haven't already checked out the pictures, you won't know. Uh, a lot of this stuff isn't really common knowledge, I feel. Like I said, like from the people that I've seen speaking about online, like the major people, like we've, we've had the view do a segment on it and stuff like that. They haven't, they've kind of skipped the whole point of it, if you ask me. Um, so the specific teddy bears that they're actually selling, one, they're ugly. Um, I would rather have a beanie baby or what are the new beanie babies that they have the really small ones? I've always found them really cute. If I was a kid, I would frock them again. Um, but I don't really want a teddy bear that looks like a child hacked half its hair off, basically. That's what they look like. They're, they look like, you know, when, have you ever seen the picture of Azalea Banks where she cut her bangs and then had like a, a friend? Oh, that's what the teddy bears look like. They, they look scary. They're not attractive teddy bears. I would not want one. Um, but the bears aren't actually new. So they've specifically been featured in past fashion shows with models that are actually depicting abuse. So if you have a look at pictures from past fashion shows, they've had models with black eyes and bloody noses and bruises all over their face, that sort of thing. Um, so they've basically gone from depicting these bears with models that look like they've been abused. And now they're basically tying them to children with BDSM gear. Um, first of all, can I just say one, like this is messed up. I, I don't understand it. Like who is at a fashion show depicting people being abused? Like, do you remember when that, um, I think it was, might've been Instagram or TikTok trend went around a couple of years back of people who would, uh, it was called like the mugshot trend or something and people would fake that they had a mugshot and they'd been like bashed and then post it like I don't understand it like you do you whatever but I just think it's weird um but realistically I don't understand who the hell greenlit this campaign like Balenciaga won I don't even know if they're going to survive but they need a new PR person seriously uh, like so the photographer's name let me find him the, the, the photographer's name is Gabrielle Gallimberti um, a man who has strangely tweeted, this was on the 31st of the 7th, 2022. He tweeted on his personal page and said, why restrict child porn, but not guns? Cricket noises. Um, maybe because child porn is damaging in every way, shape or form. And there's no way to access child porn or use it in a way that's not damaging to children. Yet guns are only damaged, damaging when they're being misused by people. Like... It, it, it was a ridiculous question if you ask me. Um, I think he really thought that he actually like did something with that. And I'm sure some people probably also thought that he did, but you're stupid if you do. Um, like, are you also anti-war? Because you do realise that every country in the world has military in possession of guns. But anyway, um, regardless of whether or not you're pro or anti-guns, it's really besides the point. Because the point is that someone who shot this Balenciaga campaign with inappropriate photography of BDSM and children um, has also previously gone online to question the issues of child pornography. Like, can we just think about that for a second? Uh, it gets worse though. It gets a lot worse. A lot, 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 lot worse. Um, I feel like every single thing I say just becomes trumped by something else that's even worse. Um, so another one of his campaigns that he shot, uh, it actually featured a printed document of a Supreme Court ruling, which I did some research on it. So it's the Supreme Court ruling was titled Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition, uh, and it was ruled in 2002. And basically the gist of it is that it ruled to legalize, I think it was illegal before this, but it ruled to officially legalize digital child pornography. So when you think of things like, what is it rule? Is it rule 32 or whatever it's called, where they have like uh, drawings of inappropriate, like cartoon characters and stuff like that, like sexual drawings. Um, but obviously digital child pornography, if you don't know what that is, think, uh, like CGI, uh, drawings, paintings, that sort of thing. 
Now, if Balenciaga had just had a single campaign that was inappropriate, like the one that we're talking about at the start, then fine, like dumb mistake and you can probably uh, blame it on the photographer and not checking up. But the fact that the photographer had previously chosen to put this document in another campaign and Balenciaga have allowed it, uh, let's be honest, like I don't, I don't know how photo shoots really work, but you seriously can't tell me that a major, 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 like big designer fashion brand like Balenciaga, you can't tell me that they don't do double takes and give final say as to what's being uploaded when it's being uploaded to their website and obviously directly tied to them. Like... Balenciaga have a big social media presence because I know people really got into them a while back because they would post these kooky, and I remember years ago because I quite enjoyed the pictures, they would post these kooky ad campaigns on their Instagram of people doing weird stuff. So, like, they have a big social media presence. Hang on, I'm going to have a look. How many followers do they have on social media? Uh, they have on Instagram, Balenciaga, if I can find it. They have 14.3 million followers. So... It's not a small amount of people that are following them. Um, but if, if that were the case and Balenciaga weren't checking up all this stuff, just like I'm sure all these other brands also do, I'm sure they have heaps of people that they hire to make sure that they have good PR and all this stuff is looking right so that they don't get cancelled, especially in the age of cancel culture. Um, but if, if they weren't, then they would have been out of business years ago, as would many other brands. Uh, so obviously, therefore, Balenciaga have actually allowed this uh, strange and I don't know, quite frankly, I find it disgusting that they put that, like, I don't know, I guess it's the debate that would you rather people who are pedophiles be getting off to like CGI and drawings of child porn, or would you rather them be accessing real child porn that harms real children? Um, so I, I can probably see why they might have ruled this in the first place but the fact that Balenciaga have put it into their campaign what does that tell you like like are you really going to try and defend them in a way and say that it means something else because I don't know what else this could possibly mean um but don't worry it gets worse um <laughs> so there's yet another Balenciaga campaign uh this one was from November 20 21st of this year, I think. So the campaign had Nicole Kidman and Bella Hadid along with some other people that I've never heard of. Um, but there's this one image basically depicting a woman sitting in an office chair. And you can see in the background of the picture, there's a stack of books. And on the top, one of the books is written by Michael, Michael Bormans. I've written it down. All these people's names, I'm just like, I don't know how to pronounce them. But anyway, Michael Bormans. Uh, so he's actually a Belgian artist from what I read. Uh, and his most famous work is a book titled Fire from the Sun. Now, obviously this is a podcast and obviously I cannot attach pictures. Plus, I'm too ugly to make YouTube videos. Otherwise, I would have done that. But I urge you to please look up this book and actually go on Google Images because I, I think it makes things worse when you actually go and look at it and you actually get a better understanding of what I'm talking about because it's disgusting. Now, I'm no artist and I have no idea if this is supposed, what this is supposed to mean. But basically, uh, all his paintings in this book depict, it's basically like naked, excuse me, it's basically like naked bloody toddlers um, with cut up torsos and different body parts. Like there's a couple with of little toddlers with um, bloody handprints on them. And then there's one of them looking down at someone's leg, which has been cut off. And then organs and all this different stuff. It's disgusting. Now, if Balenciaga just choose to do a campaign that features this sort of thing openly, that would be bad enough within itself. But the fact that they're like covertly putting this stuff in the background of their campaigns as if to subliminally basically show us all this weird stuff without it being too much out in the open. One, it doesn't make sense to me because like, I'm sure the average person has no idea who Michael Borman is. Or half of this stuff and what it means. I don't think the average person is scrolling, like zooming in on a Balenciaga campaign ad and looking at a piece of paper and going, oh, you know, like that's the, this ruling. But it, it just seems all really confusing to me as to why they've even put it in there. I think in a way, is it them trying to subliminally like put messages in our head without us realizing? Or is it like Easter eggs for people who would understand this sort of thing? Like actual pedophiles i i don't know um 
But I, regardless, like, why on earth would they feel the need to put this stuff in their campaigns unless there was some type of sinister meaning behind it? So, let me find my notes. So, we actually have a Russian stylist who worked with Balenciaga also for years. Uh, her name is Loda Volkova. Now, realistically, when you're looking at someone's social media, I think whatever they post is pretty telling. Like, what you post says a fair bit about you, I feel. Um, and your personality, I guess. For example, you look at my Instagram and you see pics of me and my friends. Pics of me being stupid. Uh, and then you go on my Instagram story and you see those 500 dots at the top of the page. Basically letting you know that I have probably went on a Azalea Banks five hour long Instagram rant. Or I'm trolling random people. One or the other. I know. Fun for the whole family. Um, <laughs> or you go on my Facebook and you see... What do I? What was my most recent profile picture? Oh, my profile picture currently is the world's ugliest cat. And I only ever comment on people's photos using this black woman bitmoji that I made that has like a, a platinum blonde mustache. Um, and sometimes I'll put the picture of her in a wheelchair because I think it's really, really funny. Me and my friends all have this inside joke about having our bitmojis and just commenting them on random people's photos because it's funny. Um, but basically, you go on this, what's her name? Voda, hang on, Loda Volkova. Uh, you go on her Instagram account and guess what you see? Uh, so... I looked at a couple of pictures of her account and she has, I'll go through the list. So she has an image of a little girl tied up to a chair with duct tape over her mouth. Oh no, wait, hang on. That's a pic of my Instagram from back when I used to work in childcare. I just, <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Um, but she does actually really have that picture on there. Like she has many disturbing pictures of children. Um, so that's a serious picture that she's uploaded. She also has a bunch of pictures of bloody children laying on the floor. Um, there was a picture of a painting of a dismembered kid with their guts hanging out. Like, you seriously can't make this stuff up. And how Instagram haven't... Why has... Why is it that I comment fat in a comment and it gets deleted and my account gets temporarily banned, but yet this woman has pictures of dismembered children on her Instagram and no one has had it taken down or reported it? Um, but seriously, if you don't believe me, just Google it. Her Instagram is now currently private, but I did get the chance to look at it when it wasn't private. Um, but it is all online for everyone to see if you can Google it. Uh, so Balenciaga also have the creative director whose name is Denmark. I don't know if how these brands work, whether or not he's the only creative director, but he is one. So his name's Denmark. Um, and this is a man who has been caught soliciting nudes from underage boys. Uh, he also once made a statement mentioning him and the Loda Volkova, whatever her name is. Uh, so... Hang on, I have to get up the quote. So he basically said, he wrote, someone wrote that Loda Volkova Gosha, I don't know who Gosha is, but he's referring to them as well. And I, in reference to him, grew up on child pornography and radiation from Chernobyl, which is why we're all so fucked up now. Now, if you know me, you know I have a pretty dark sense of humour, but in the same sense, I'm not going around making jokes about child pornography of all things. Like, I feel like there's few things that I won't make a joke on, but child pornography, like, like it's not really funny because there's, it's, you know, the amount of sex trafficking and child pornography and child abuse that goes on nowadays is really sad and horrifying when you actually think about it. So it's not the sort of thing that I would personally make a joke about. And it's not the sort of thing that I would post on social media, even if I were to have a private joke about it. Like, who are these people and what's wrong with them? Like, and how did they get the, such major jobs for major fashion brands is what I'm wondering. Like, I don't understand who makes comments about child, child pornography as it is. Um, because it's not funny. Like, I get it. If you have personally been abused as a child or something like that and that's your trauma response, then feel free to joke about it for you. But I don't think it's something that the average person should really be joking about. Um... But this same person was also caught out trying to get nudes from a 16-year-old boy. So I'm going to... Hang on, I just have to get up the text conversations. I'm going to read them out. Um, so obviously this guy is Russian with a name like that. But I'm assuming English is not his first language. So in the text conversations, and you can Google this online too, the guy said, send me now something from the bathroom. And the boy replied with, I can't, it is in my mum's bedroom. Okay, but two seconds really quickly. Um, what sort of house is this guy living in? This, the, the boy. Why is his only bathroom in his house in his mum's ensuite? I don't understand. 
I don't know what the builders are doing in Russia um, because that sounds like a really strange situation. But anyway, um, and the guy said, you can go to the bathroom and do it quickly, please. I don't believe your mum come to bathroom together with you. And the kid said, she doesn't go with me. She's in there now, can go when she's gone. Um, otherwise, we'll try tomorrow. And then the guy responded with, can't wait for tomorrow with puppy dog eyes. You know, like the puppy dog eye emoji. Um, so, ill. Um, also, why do pedophiles always act like those men on Grinder who, you know, the ones that won't stop begging until you send them a nude? Like, I'm sure straight girls have also had this problem as well, but you'll basically have guys on the internet and they'll go, please, 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 will you please send me a nude? And obviously you don't want to and you don't know who the hell it is. So you go, oh, sorry, like, I don't have any. And then they go, oh, you know, go take one. And so then you make up some excuse because you're being polite and you don't want to just tell them to F off. Um, so you go, oh, sorry, like I'm at my friend's place or whatever. And then they go, oh yeah, like just go to the bathroom and take one. Like, (laughs) like, first of all, I don't know what bathrooms you're occupying, but I've never been in one that is like a prime and ideal place to snap a picture of my ass. But some of you must have nicer bathrooms than me. But also I don't know who those people think that they are, but what makes you think I'm so desperate as to want to even send you a nude in the first place, especially if I don't have one, like. If I had one, maybe I'd humor you and send you one if I somewhat knew you. But I'm not sending nudes to a random person who has had one conversation with me on Grinder. Sorry. Um, look, I've had plenty of people have seen my seen me nude, but that doesn't mean that I want to share pictures of it with the world where anyone can share them to other people because I know what people are like, especially on Grinder. Do you know there's actually people on Grinder who will make fake profiles and just go around trying to get as many nudes of people as possible and collect them just so that they can use them for whatever means they want to. I find it so creepy. I'm like, just go on. Like, don't you know how to Google porn? It's not that hard. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I don't understand ass pics anyway, because like realistically, I don't have an arm that's like eight foot long that can stretch behind my back and take a photo. I don't know how all of you people are taking pictures of your ass. I know some people have mirrors, and but if you ask me, like none of they're never good pictures. I'm like, I would not want to send that to anyone. I don't want anyone to see that. I don't want to see that. Hence, why it's behind me, and I can't see it. <laughs> that's that's why God made me like this. Um, but anyways, back to Balenciaga. Um, so Balenciaga, basically, they've had a fair bit of backlash from people on the internet, at least, not really from anyone else, which is surprising to me. Um, they've had so much backlash I think they're probably shitting their pants at the moment so they've wiped their Instagram because people have been going online and kept finding more and more like weird disturbing things that they've posted from way back um there there was even a video I saw of Balenciaga they were handing out I don't know if it was at a fashion show or what but they were handing out like these red stained like blood stained bags and they had babies in them and like there would be dummies and like blankets and all this stuff in them there's videos online if you want to google it and i don't know like look i don't know much about designer fashion brands and stuff like that but i have never heard of another fashion brand who has such an obsession with children and doing all this weird stuff like is it for shock value or is there something behind it obviously now we know that there's obviously something behind it but previously why was this not being talked about before is my main concern um but They also have, um, hang on, let me find it. So I wrote down the names of what they were selling. So the CEO of Balenciaga's parent company, which is called Kerrig. um, So basically, oh, uh, side note, um, the CEO of this company, I can't remember what his name is, but he is Selma Hayek's husband. Um, So cancel her because I never liked watching Grown Ups and she was in it. And I don't know what else she's been in apart from that Frida, is it Frida Kahlo, that movie. I don't know what else she's been in, but anyway. Um, so the company is a French-based luxury goods company and they sell, drum roll please, um, child sex mannequins. Like you can't make this stuff up. I don't understand why this stuff was not being broadcasted until now and why no one really knew about this stuff. Now, I will admit that the average person is not shopping at this company because it's when I'm talking like luxury goods, this stuff is going for like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like unobtainably high amounts of money that normal people are not spending on random weird artworks. But 
Um, so one piece of art, hang on, I've got it written down. So one piece of art, which costs $140,000, uh, is called Fuckface, And it is a male toddler with an erect penis in place of his nose and a butthole in place of his mouth. Um, this is a major brand, by the way. Um, so the piece of art, it's like a, it's a mannequin. So it shows this boy walking with a brown t-shirt on and purple sneakers. Um, you've also got another piece of art that's titled the same thing, which shows basically the opposite. It's a adolescent girl standing completely naked with the same uh, genitalia in place of her nose and mouth. And she's wearing nothing but a pair of shoes. First of all, who is buying this stuff? And second of all, who thought to make it? Like, how messed up in the head do you have to be to be making this sort of stuff in the first place? Um, and then they have another one. So there's another mannequin. Uh, and it's of a young child with two heads. And their faces are joined with what I can only assume is a vagina. And that makes sense when you realize that the title of the mannequin is called Two-Face C-U-N-T. Um, and it's sold for $111,000. So another example of women getting less than men in circumstances because the male doll sold for $140,000. So <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, but basically there's so many different pieces of art. So the artists who made these pieces are called the Chapman Brothers. Um, and there's lots of different pieces on the website that show like severed body parts, blood and dismemberment and all these different things that I don't know if I would really consider it art but anyway that's what they're calling it but who's buying this stuff I don't understand like how many millions and millions and billions of dollars do you have to have to feel like you need a mannequin of a prepubescent child that has genitals on its face and also where are you storing that because I don't know who's coming over to your house but I, for one, would not be very impressed if I went over to someone's house and I saw something weird like that. I'd probably be creeped out and want to leave. Um, but all of this kind of just goes to show the level of, like, I don't know, occultism and pedophilia, I guess, in, like, fashion and Hollywood. Um, I don't know if anyone knows Corey Feldman. He was, like, a child actor. Um, but he came out not long ago and said that the biggest problem in Hollywood is pedophilia. Um, and I think he made claims that I think he might have made claims that Charlie Sheen raped him when he was younger, back when Charlie Sheen was also younger as well, because this guy's like 40-something. Um, and I think one of his friends who he worked with in one of his movies when he was a kid also came out and said that a major Hollywood figure raped him. Um, but you also have... Um, so there's Nicola... I don't know if anyone's seen... I watched a documentary the other day... Uh, Dan Schneider, who is a Nickelodeon director, I'm pretty sure. So he was behind a lot of the bigger shows that I never really watched because it wasn't in my time. But like um, iCarly and Sam and Cat and Victorious, all the ones with uh, like Jeanette McCurdy, Miranda Cosgrove and Ariana Grande, ETC. Um, but I watched this documentary and basically what they were saying is that Dan Schneider has a foot fetish. And he's been known to be, like, extremely creepy towards children, especially, obviously, ones that uh, the biggest stars that he was working with. So the documentary that I watched, um, they made mention of a couple of videos of Ariana Grande that were quite creepy. And I went to Google them and look at them. And I feel like everyone should go and actually find them on YouTube. Excuse me. Because they're extremely um, sexualized and really strange. Like, I don't know how they managed to get that into TV shows without getting some flack for it back then. Um, so basically it was a, a couple of videos of Ariana Grande from when she was in Victorious, which was like some singing show. I've never really watched it, but um, there's one where she was forced to, well, I assuming forced because I feel like if I'm an actor, I don't really want to put my foot in my mouth, but basically she'd been directed to put her foot in her mouth. And then there was also a bunch where they were um, like dripping sauce on kids' feet and then doing all this weird stuff with it. Um, just weird stuff. And if you actually go and look at old tweets of Jan Dan Schneider, I know, um, what's her name? Amanda Bynes has also spoken up against him uh, and said that he was a creep as well. But I think she's, you know, kind of deleted all of the posts, but you, you'd be able to find them on the internet. But basically, if you look, Dan Schneider obviously has a big foot fetish and 
he'll be posting on not only the Nickelodeon Twitter page, but also on his personal page saying things like, ooh, you know, like Ariana Grande has like long, elongated toes, like click to see, and just really weird stuff that someone that age should not be posting, let alone on a page that's mostly going to be read by teenagers and children. Um, but there was also another one where she's holding like a bottle. So she's lying, like think of, you know, when you're lying face down on the bed, uh, not face down on the bed, sorry, like face over the bed, head over the bed on your back. Um, if you haven't been there, try it out. <laughs> uh, no, but she was lying down on the bed like that and she poured a bottle of water on her in her mouth and was basically like choking on it and then having it drip down her face. Now, I don't, to me, that sounds sexual just from me saying it, but if that doesn't sound sexual to you, please go and look at the video because it's, if you had told me that that was like porn, if she was naked, I would like, it looks exactly like a porn video that you'd watch. It doesn't look like something that you'd have on a children's TV show, like a cartoon. It, it, why? I just don't understand how any of this stuff got passed. Whoever vets all this stuff in the first place, um, but there's also another one of her with a really, really long big potato and she has it in both her hands like she's holding a dick. Uh, and she's basically saying like, give me the juice as if it's a giant dick. Now, I feel like that one kind of sounds funny. And I've actually had a couple of jokes about this with my boyfriend. But if you go and watch the videos, it's really creepy. Like, it's funny to me because I, know I watched it when I was drunk. But... If you were looking at that just on a cartoon, I could imagine parents would be astounded that that is on a children's cartoon. Um, but then you also have, um, what's his name? You know, the guy that was in, was it The Hobbit? the Elijah Wood, uh, the really short guy. So he came out recently and mentioned how bad pedophilia is in Hollywood as well. And I think Corey Feldman had a conversation with him online about it. And there was just like a subtweet or something like that. Um, but I think realistically... I know a lot of this stuff isn't really in the open unless you watch stuff about it and the average person is not watching Dan Schneider Nickelodeon documentaries like I am, but I try to watch at least one documentary a day. So when I'm alone, I'll always watch documentaries. So I know a lot of useless information. Um, but realistically, when you think about the fact that like we've got, is it, Gil- I always thought it was Gislaine, but cause I think that's how you spell it, but Ghislaine, I think it is. Cause I watched the documentary on Netflix that they released about it the other day. Um, when you consider that Ghislaine Maxwell has been jailed for more than a year now because she was jailed in July of last year, I'm pretty sure. So nearly a year and a half at this point. And we still have no names as to who was implicit in the whole Jeffrey Epstein situation. Surely there must be some um, like damn big names on that list of people who were implicit with Jeffrey Epstein and the whole child sex trafficking thing because... I mean, realistically, even just the fact that Prince Andrew was caught out with all this, and realistically, nothing's happened to him. Everyone at this point knows that, uh, what's his name? I can put, oh, Prince Andrew. Everyone knows that it's true as to what they were saying. I mean, even the Queen uh, de-princed him, or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the word is, but she took away his title because... Look, I, I don't like the royal family to start off with, but just the fact that nothing's happened to him. I get that they have a lot of money and a lot of power, but seriously, like the, the queen's son is a pedophile and was having sex with people on Jeffrey Epstein's island and nothing has happened, really. Um, but like there must be some massive names on there considering that hasn't been released because if it was just a bunch of nobodies, then... They'd have been released, like the names would be released. They'd all go to jail or they'd get off or whatever. And then a week later, no one would be speaking about it. And if you have a look, really not that many um, uh, like news uh, publications and anything like that online. There's not that many people that are really talking about the whole case with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine. Like considering how much the news loves to talk about random stuff that doesn't matter but yet something that is quite serious. I mean, everyone's mentioned it at one point or another, but you would think that it would still be an ongoing topic that everyone would be talking about, but it's really not. Um, Which just goes to show, surely there are some major, major, major people on there because whoever's on this list surely is 
obviously important enough and powerful enough that they've been able to hush the hype surrounding the whole story because who's hearing about it? You know, like unless you go and do your own research, even, even I, I get online that there is plenty of stuff being written about the whole Jeffrey Epstein incident and stuff like that. But as for what's actually being broadcast and specifically advertised, like what's being pushed on us, there's really not that much. If you want to Google it, there's stuff online. Yeah. But it's not like it's coming up as ads on TV and all that sort of thing, because surely there's a reason behind it. You know, it was, it's just like um, recently how they spoke about with Elon Musk um, and the whole election, like the tampering with the election where he released documents that said that um, Twitter tried to silence the whole Hunter Biden laptop thing. Now, regardless of who you're going to vote for, regardless of if you hated Donald Trump or if you like Joe Biden or whatever, surely we can all agree that uh, social media sites and Facebook and that sort of thing should not be allowed to have a bias against what they're sharing, especially when that is, that of course that's considered election fraud and tampering with an election because it's being seen by millions, if not billions of people. And you're telling me that that's not going to have any effect on who the average person is voting for. Like, I think it's wrong. I think they should purely let us make up our own minds and there should be no unless I'm going to go and search for something and get my own answers as to why and why I shouldn't vote for someone, which is what I would hope the average person is doing. I don't need to have stuff hushed from me on social media in order to sway my viewpoint as to who I'm going to vote for and who I'm going to dislike. Um, but basically, so back to the whole Balenciaga thing, since that was what we we're talking about before. Um, almost no celebrities have came out and said anything. Like, can you, apart from Kim Kardashian... And I think Kanye West also said something. Apart from them, can you think of one person who you have seen who has actually mentioned this on social media? Now, the way, here's my take on it. If, if, if Balenciaga or any other brand had done something that was deemed racist or, say, for example, if they'd done something that could have been classified as anti uh, BLM or anything like that, or if they had done something that was, had created an issue amongst the LGBT community, or as I like to call them, the LGBT KFC community, since we seem to be adding random nonsensical letters to the acronym basically every day at this point. Um, I don't even know what it means anymore. (laughs) Hang on, just a side note, I'm getting off topic, but let's Google what the official LGBT acronym is at this point, because it's becoming outright ridiculous. So the official full acronym is now LGBTQQIP2SAA, which stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning, intersex, pansexual, two-spirit, asexual, and ally. Side note, do you know that two-spirit is literally a Native American, um, like a Native American thing, which was kind of like they have kind of like an androgynous thing two-spirit is in. They have masculine energy and female energy. And only um, Native American people can identify it. So why does that need to be in a LGBT acronym that's supposed to encompass and be an umbrella acronym for everyone within the community when only certain people... Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And also, how many people are identifying as two-spirit, really? Like, how much attention do you really feel the need to receive from people to be to identify as two-spirit? But anyway, um, back to it. So, like, basically what I think, if Balenciaga had offended any of these other communities that are a big issue, communities where people are actively talking up about things, because realistically, kids can't talk up about pedophilia and that sort of thing because they're too young. And most kids don't know what child pornography or pedophilia is, and rightfully so, I wouldn't want them to. Um, but if that was the case, then everyone would have spoken up about it. every celebrity, so many celebrities, but instead we have no one talking about it. Um, <laughs> because I don't know, I, I don't even know if you can really call this whole Balenciaga scandal anything to do with cancel culture, because uh, can we really call it cancel culture when it's about pedophiles and child sexual abuse? Like... I, I don't believe that cancelling a brand for having inappropriate sexual child imagery is cancel culture because surely, surely, I know it's a stretch because at this point no one in the world can seem to agree on literally anything anymore, but surely we can all agree that pedophilia is like a global issue that 
everyone can everyone can condemn. Clearly not, because I feel like now with the rise of um, maps, I feel like there's lots of people, and people. This is the thing: people like to say, "Oh, you know, no one's no one's actually um, advocating for that. You're just being ridiculous. You know, this is just like a right wing conspiracy theory." Blah 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 blah. There is a whole community of people on Twitter called maps people who minor attracted minor attracted persons or something like that um and when i tell you that this is a small community it's enough people that i'm shocked by it especially when you would consider that how are these people's accounts not being banned in the first place when they're actively confessing to the fact that they're a pedophile and that they're attracted to minors but it's enough of a a group of people that it's worrying to the point where it's becoming bigger and bigger because five years ago people put all this stuff to the side and said oh it's just a conspiracy theory but now there is an official name for people who would like to have a name for themselves when in reality your name is like you're a pedophile there's no other way to describe it i can kind of understand people who uh have pedophilic tendencies but um have never chosen to act on it which what I was discussing with my mum the other day. I don't think many people realise, but every pedophile is not going around and watching child porn and touching children. There are a lot of people who identify as having pedophilic tendencies and go to therapy and choose to suppress it in order to not harm a child. The ones that you hear about are the ones who have been caught harming children. And obviously, look, I'm sure that there are more there are plenty who have not been caught and are still harming children, but there are also a lot of people that see it as a mental illness and make sure that they don't touch children and don't do anything that can um, actively harm children, which is why getting back to the um, bill that they passed, it seems like a weird bill to pass, but I get that if, if anything, that might at least um, hush and give pedophiles a way of getting off without feeling the need to actually harm or do anything to a child. Obviously, at the end of the day, like child pornography that's digital is still gross, but it's a lesser of two evils, really. Um, but yeah, so basically, we've had no celebrity speak up on it. So Kim Kardashian said, um, oh, hang on, so there's a list. I have a list of them because there's like five. So we've had Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, but Kanye West later went on Alex Jones on Infowars and tried to defend Balenciaga and was wearing Balenciaga. So look, I, I know his mental illness, he's gone crazy. I don't know. But why did he defend it and then take it back? Um, then you have Bethany Frankel, who is apparently an ex-housewife. Um, Cooper Cup. Uh, and he's an NFL star. I've never heard of him. I don't watch NFL. You know, I don't like sports. Uh, and Bella Hadid, who she just deleted her balance, uh, like her Balenciaga photos without saying anything at all, but she didn't actually, it's not like she posted. So, wow, you deleted your photos. Was that like a self-preservation act just so that you could not have people comment on it and go, Oh, you support Balenciaga or was it because you were condemning them? Because if you were really condemning them, surely you'd cut ties with them and announce it. Um, officially online so that all your followers would know because you're a big public figure and a model who works with Balenciaga. But she hasn't, so that's telling. Um, As well as a couple of smaller reality TV stars that I've never heard of. But honestly, like, kudos to them that they said something because for the most part, like I said, no one has. I mean, like, you're telling me that now that Kim Kardashian said something, Kylie Jenner and Kris Jenner and all the Kardashians and that sort of thing can't speak up on it. Obviously, all these people are getting paid and they're getting checks from Balenciaga for featuring, you know, when celebrities will always post like pictures of bags that they've bought and stuff like that. Obviously, they're all in it together and they're getting sponsorship deals and brand deals that they don't have to disclose from Balenciaga. Otherwise, surely you'd think that lots more people would be standing up for something like this, especially the, the celebrities that have children. Like you're telling me that you don't have a problem with it when you actively have kids, you know, and yet you still continue to support these brands and wear their clothing. Um, but, like, seriously, like, you're telling me that five celebrities overall have spoken up about it because, realistically, we haven't even had Jamila Jamil say anything and you know that she loves to insert herself in literally any single topic ever that doesn't involve her at all. Like, 
I swear every single thing that I've ever learned about Jamila Jamil has purely been from her inserting it down my throat without me ever asking for any information on it. I don't even know what she does apart from the fact that she's been on The Good Place and now she's in the new Hulk, She-Hulk or whatever. Apart from that, what does she do apart from make annoying comments and hate on other women but yet get mad when people hate on her? Like, she's constantly bringing down other woman, women but yet she calls herself, you know, this feminist icon, yada, yada, yada. The other day there was an article saying that she got attacked by bees. Like, you got attacked by bees, really? Like, a swarm of bees attacked you. Were you covered in honey? Like, pollen? Like, I, I, anyway. Um, like I said, clearly a lot of big-name celebrities are getting paychecks from Balenciaga for promoting their brand, or they just don't care one or the other. Um, or, who knows, realistically, there probably could be a more sinister reason behind it, but I am no expert on Hollywood. Everything that I hear is just off random gossip sites because sometimes I like to read random... You know, when you when you know when you go scrolling through a Snapchat story and you'll see them making up some ridiculous story about someone or Kim Kardashian went to the beach and flaunted her bikini. Like, okay, cool. Can you imagine being famous and having stuff written about you literally anytime you do anything normal at all? Like, Jake Delphin turned on a fan at Harvey Norman and then walked away and didn't turn it off and decided not to buy it. Like, really? You need to post that stuff. But obviously it's getting clicks. So, but it also, who's, are the, are the Kardashians paying all these news articles to push the Kardashians down our throats so that we see them more to keep them more relevant. I mean, it makes sense. But, um, but anyway, it, I, I think it's quite alarming that none of these celebrities are inserting themselves into an issue like this, despite the fact that, I don't know, realistically, celebrities love to insert themselves into issues despite having no idea of the privilege that they hold in the first place and then going on to act as if they're some spokesperson for all these topics and situations that they want to speak about when real things like this, real important issues, they have no, they're silent, there's cricket noises. Um, in Australia, I have actually seen a couple of news articles on it online and I'm pretty sure um, The Project, like a news place online, spoke up about it. But as far as I'm aware in America, like there's really not that many publications talking about it. In fact, most of the ones that are seen like the most of the ones that seem to be talking about it, they're kind of tying it to this whole like, oh, it's right wing uproar as if pedophilia is like not some bipartisan issue that we can all get behind and have a problem with. Um, there was even some woman on The View, she, she, what she said, she was such a dumbass. I'll bring up the audio of her speaking. Give me two seconds um, if I can find it here. This is her talking. Hang on. It's being framed is as portraying you know trans people as groomers this is a term you'll hear on the far right they're groomers this is where you get the anti-drag queen stuff that we're right. seeing so balenciaga played right into their hands by having kids in a sexualized manner carrying something that represents you know sex acts i think it was a really bad misstep at a moment where it's just kind of a dangerous time to even give credence to those kind of insane takes yeah now, I have no words. Did she seriously just say that Balenciaga was doing it as a dig to right-wing people over um, issues with child grooming and um, drag queens? Because I'll have to do a whole episode on it, but there's a big thing lately with drag queens and child grooming and that sort of thing. And what people don't seem to realise is that People don't have a problem with drag. They have a problem with the fact that drag is over-sexualized, which that's the whole point of drag. It's sexual humor, crude humor, sexual dancing, that sort of thing. That's fine. People like it because of that. But it's not something that should be exposed to children. Children should not be exposed to drag performers, you know, like doing death drops and dancing on a pole. Just like children should not be exposed to strip clubs and that sort of thing. Hence why it's illegal for them to go there. Now, I've been to strip clubs... Uh, not Sorry. I've been to drag performances when I was younger. But these were like overseas drag performances. Not the sort of drag performance that you'd get at like Puffdorf or in Circuit or something like that. These are the drag performances where they're just singing and, you know, they're dressed up and they're mimicking Tina Turner and Whitney Houston and blah, 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 blah. Now... Technically, I'd say that those still aren't really that suitable for children and especially the environment that you're watching that in is 
you know, at a pub or a club where lots of people are drinking and that sort of thing. But my mum did it. I grew up fine. I don't have a problem with it. I would be happy for my kids to watch it. But in the same sense, like I said, it's not the same as going to a club because those um, performances are a lot more crude and sexualized. Um, now, in the video of The View, they kept referring to the campaign as distasteful. And, I don't know, is distasteful really the right word to use in the first place? Like, I don't know. It, it kind of seems like they're making excuses for something that's technically a really big issue. Like, I don't know how the woman managed to make it about LGBT people and then play it off as if the only problem was the fact that they're wearing that they're they've got bdsm costumes and stuff like that basically because i watched the whole video basically all she said was you know it's a it's a misstep on their part you know it's it's in the it's in a bad time for them to post something like that but but you know balenciaga were doing it as a dick to all these right-leaning stupid people like are you stupid she's stupid like um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what occupies her skull since there seems to be minimal remnants of any brain matter left in there. But, um, I feel like that's pretty standard from the view. Like basically all of the women on it are deplorable. Like none of them can last five seconds without talking over the top of each other. And if I was in America, I would not watch the view purely because isn't the whole point of the view and the talk and all these sorts of shows that it's supposed to be five women with varying views on different things so that there's like you know you can share your views and that sort of thing but yet all the women on there are uh democrat i think the one woman the the stupid woman is apparently a liberal uh not a liberal sorry um a republican australia and america have different terms um i think the one that was talking was a republican but she's a stupid one um if that and i don't agree with anything she says in the video but, um, like, if they can't condemn something as so, something so ridiculous as a campaign of children next to BDSM equipment, like, do I really want to listen to anything that they have to say? No, probably not. Um, but anyway, I hope I taught you something about the whole Balenciaga situation. I have never bought anything Balenciaga. Actually, no, never. Yeah, I have never bought anything Balenciaga. I just sold a pair of Balenciaga... Um, not speed trainers. What are the other ones called? You know, the really bulky ones. I sold a pair the other day, but they weren't real. So good thing I sold them because I would not be caught dead wearing them now because I find the whole brand deplorable at this point. Um, but like I said, I didn't really know any of that, half of that information up until I had done some research on it and watched a couple of videos. So glad that I could educate someone if I did. Um, but until next time, I will try to be posting more and more and more I'm, I know I've been very irregular with my update, if, with my uploading, but that's because I was depressed and I'm doing okay now. I've um, started taking antidepressants, so I've been a lot better. I've currently moved to a new location. I am living with Craig um, and it's been good to get a change of scenery and that sort of thing. But I'm getting excited because it's Christmas time and I've finished uni, so I have nothing better to do but upload videos. So I will probably be making a lot more soon and then I will be on a schedule with it so anyway thanks for listening I really appreciate it if you're back listening again um, until next time bye